Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick and Andy Brampernard. Anthony C. Ferrante, our special guest coming up, sci-fi shark-themed off-the-deep-end weekend, features premiere of a zombie tidal wave starring Ian Ziering. Ziering Saturday, this Saturday, August 17th, at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We'll be right back with Anthony C. Ferrante right after this with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We are back in the saddle, ladies and gentlemen. L.A. Nick is here. Andy's here. Anthony C. Ferrante, our special guest. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing Good. extremely well. I just, uh, this morning I, I, I did a movie trailer for Anthony C. Ferrante. So, uh, you know, I told him his next movie, I'll have to do the movie trailer for him. And it worked like a charm. Sci-fi shark-themed off-the-deep-end weekend features premiere of zombie tidal wave starring Ian Ziering. Sci-Fi Unleashes Off the Deep End Weekend. It is this Saturday, August 17th, and Sunday, August 18th, featuring all your favorite sci-fi shark movies, which means all your favorite Anthony C. Ferrante movies. The real ones, anyway. Right, Anthony? <laughs> yeah, we got all the Sharknados. That's, that's the important one. <laughs> I love the Sharknado. Sharknado is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, L.A. Nick is here. I like Sharknado. I do, too. Thank I'm, you. Well, they're just, Anthony, you and I have talked about this many times before. I just like the fact that it's over the top and it makes it fun. It's beautifully shot. I mean, the whole thing, I, I just, Ian Ziering does a great job in them. They're just a lot of fun. They're a ton of fun to watch. It's entertainment. Yep. It's, it's pure entertainment. Indeed. That's exactly right. Well, that's the goal. You know, that's that's the whole plan of when we do these. Like, look, if we're having fun, then the audience is going to have fun. And, you know, we, we, we try to. 
We try to be as outrageous and crazy and fun as possible. And I was and, a, and there's no rules. I was so. a skeptic at first. I'm like, that's going to be stupid. But oh, was, I know. I was. I was skeptic I at saying. first. Yeah, but it's sure. not. It's entertaining when you watch it. Indeed, it's true. I love your new your new title, by the way. I, I, I didn't even know this was a thing, but um, Zombie Tidal Wave, again, Saturday, August 17th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central. A zombie-slinging tidal wave hits a small town causing maritime mayhem. Stars Ian Ziering, who also produces and directed by... You ready for this? Directed by Sharknado franchise Helmer. What do you think of that title, Anthony? I think that's a pretty amazing title there. (laughs) It really is. I think it's a wonderful title. Aren't you the franchise Helmer for Sharknado? So, um, tell me about Zombie Tidal Wave. It all starts, so so zombies are, do they fall into the ocean? Are they at the bottom of the ocean? What happens? Well, it, it starts off, uh, we're, it's, it's set in a uh, U.S. territory, a, a fictitious one we call Emerus Bay, E-M-R-Y-S. Uh, if you look that up, it, it stands for immortal. Of course, there has to be an in-joke for everything. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, basically, uh, there's, there's something going on at the bottom of the ocean, and there are, uh, are you know, some undead things down there that get sucked up into a tidal wave, and it splashes onto Amherst Bay's shore, and you end up with, uh, you know, total zombie mayhem. So it's, it's pretty cool. No, Anthony, do you live in, in California? Yeah, I live in Los Angeles. Okay, so I can ask you this without breaking any laws or anything. Um, do you drink alcohol or, or smoke pot at all? Because you come up with some pretty amazing ideas. That, do you do that when you're straight? That's pretty good. Yeah, actually, that's. I always tell people that's the thing that uh, that 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 is that we do these movies without being under the influence of drugs and alcohol, and that's what should really scare you. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, this is, this is sober filmmaking. Can you imagine what unsober filmmaking would be? <laughs> oh, okay. well, John Huston, pretty much. Well, that's it? rare in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, that is rare in Los Angeles, probably. Uh, I should mention, by the way. Also airing Sharknado, Sharknado 2, the second one, Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No, Sharknado the Fourth Awakens, Sharknado fifth, uh, 5, excuse me, Global Swarming, and then the last Sharknado, It's About Time, right? I didn't know there was six yep. of them. Oh, no, there, there are a lot more, but, but those are the ones that Anthony's, because Zombie Shark, Shark, Sharktopus, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. And I, by the way, if I am ever <laughs> born again, if I come back again, I want my name to be Terracuda. I love that name. Yeah. Shark is a great uh, name. It really is. Atomic Shark, Damn Sharks, Five-Headed Shark, Six-Headed Shark, Frenzy, Megalodon. You know what's funny about that? We mentioned this yesterday, Ian, and, and my son Andrew was the producer on the show here. Uh, and he said, I, I told him about Five-Headed Shark and Six-Headed Shark, and Anthony doesn't do those. Those are not his films. And Andy said, what about a one-headed shark? That's fun. <laughs> and that would be Anthony C. Ferrante. So there you go. It was actually a shark attack this, yeah. this last week. Another one? Yeah. Man, there have been a lot of sharks. Anthony, do you, do you even pay attention to that? Because I noticed that the, the shark attacks this year seem to be at a higher rate than ever, and I, I don't know what would cause that. The cause is that there isn't a Sharknado this year. See? You know? It's your fault. <laughs> you know, we don't have... We, don't have Ian Ziering with a chainsaw, you know, taking care of some of these sharks before they become a real problem. You know, yeah, I know. So that's, that's that's the issue. I know. And by the way, the next time I talk to Ian Ziering, I'm gonna go, "Hey, big shot, 
executive producer, really? Ian Zeering producer? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have to go after him for that. You do know that, right, Anthony? Yeah, uh, you go, you go right ahead. <laughs> He's a great sure, guy. I'm sure he won't come. I'm sure he won't come after you with a machete or anything like that. <laughs> he might come after you with a snarl. He'll do he'll do the snarl from the first Sharknado. <laughs> that is a great snarl. That is a very yeah, good snarl. He, he might be in trouble. So, <laughs> so Anthony, when you sit down, are you going to do? You know what? I've already done all these Sharknados, like six of them, seven of them, whatever it is. I think it's seven. Um, where am I going next? I mean, how did you decide where to head next? Well, I, this was actually something that uh, Ian, Ian had come up with a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, and uh, uh, he'd talked to me about it then, and nothing was going on with it. And uh, finally, uh, right after we finished uh, Sharknado 6, uh, he got a green light, and we were off and running. So we, we filmed this uh, last fall in Thailand. Oh, in uh, Thailand you did? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty That's cool. actually, you know, what, one, of the, one of the things that's interesting is that uh, you know, if you're going to do a zombie movie where you have people with makeup, mm-hmm. let's go to the hottest place with the, <laughs> the, the biggest humidity, and let's watch all the makeup like slowly slide down the face. Well, I mean, at, least, at least you were the there. Face. At least you were there in the fall, though. You go there in the summer. Oh God. Yeah. Well, no, no. It just it makes it. You know, the you know sometimes you know you're losing some of the makeup because of the, you know the spotting and stuff. So you had to keep an eye on that stuff uh, with the zombie thing. So that that's that's the tricky part. I mean, shooting there was. It's just that, you know, trying to trying to keep the makeup from, from you know, bleeding and stuff is, is, is really, you know, that was, that was the hard part. How about just filming it? I mean, how, how much time do you spend, let's say you're in, because it's extremely humid and it's hot as hell. So would you cut back uh, shooting for a, a couple, of, one or two hours a day if it got really too hot or you just shoot right through? No, no, you have, you, we have, we, you know, a studio movie like this, would be like you know, a hundred million dollars plus, and they'd have probably like fifty to a hundred days. Mm. We have like you know, no money and <laughs> seventeen days to shoot it. So, so you have seventeen days to shoot. You're shooting as much time as they give you. the The gun goes off at like you know seven in the morning, and you're nonstop until until you wrap. So yeah, you you don't you don't have the luxury of going. Yeah, it's a little hot. I'm gonna. I'm going to go inside the the laboratory and 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 chill. And by the way, let, let me let me let, let me let me preface what I mean. The laboratory there, mm-hmm. you know, notoriously on regular movie shows anywhere ever, the uh, uh, you know the porta potties and stuff are the most disgusting place on set. I mean, they're just they're 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 so disgusting you will never ever want to go in and use it. Okay. In Thailand. The bathrooms are the most luxurious place, and you know why they're luxurious? Why? It's because, A, they keep them super clean, but it is, like, the most amazing air conditioning you ever have felt. So, you're like, you're outside, and it's, you know, 100 oh. degrees plus, and you want to cool off, you go to the bathroom. That's how you cool off in <laughs> Thailand on a movie set. And that is, that's the only place in the world that you'll ever want to go to the bathroom every day. It, it was it was it was amazing. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. So so the the buildings aren't necessarily air conditioning air conditioned, but the toilets are. Oh, it's it's just you no. Know, we were shooting on an island, so like we're just you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there we're, was no we were building outdoors all <laughs> yeah. the time. So you know, it was uh, you know, it, it was it was hot. Now, <laughs> it long, was hot. How long were you on the island, Anthony? Uh, we started 
we went to Bangkok uh, to prep, which was the beginning of November. And then uh, I think two or three weeks later, we went to Krabi uh, Island. And then we were there uh, basically uh, till the mid, mid-December. So, so we were there almost a month and a half. So how does that work? I mean, what do you do when you're not, I suppose you're working like a madman, so you're tired, but what do you do for enjoyment and thrills when you're on a, an island, a deserted island for a month and a no half? No time for me, that. No? You work. You work. You work. Yeah, the, you yeah, just the work. Act, the, actors, the actors had had time to go, you know, play with the elephants and do other things, but, uh-huh. you know, generally, gener- I mean, look, we, you know, we'll scout and we'll go do things like that and um, that'll be... Uh, you know, that'll be kind of like part of the vacation. I will say, though, you know, you know, we only have like a day. We have a day off in between each work week just because of the schedule. But uh, one of our days off, um, which was uh, we had to do some underwater filming uh, for the of, of the ship. And it was just, you know, a cameraman. And, you know, we went out on the boat. And so we're going out in the middle of the, this island over in Krabi. And uh, it's it's like you're out, out there in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't die because I'm not a dive, but I basically jumped into the ocean where we were, and I just kind of chilled while we were waiting for the divers to come back up with footage. And I'll say that that honestly, that day was the most relaxed day in the world just to be able to <laughs> yeah. sit in paradise in the ocean, just you know, as as we're having like you know zombie extras load up in the water and you have a little underwater camera filming them and stuff. It, it was, that, that was actually a that, that was, that was actually a, a vacation at that point. That was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. That is really nice. If you, you felt like a vacation, do you, um, you know, without giving anything away, uh, in the movie, cause I certainly want, want you to do that. But so, so, so there's zombies, they come out of the ocean so whatever that disturbance is at the bottom of the ocean creates the zombie or zombies are the, are the zombies? How does that work? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's something that happens at the bottom of the ocean. We, it's part of the story that we, right. we reveal later. Right. They get sucked up in the tidal wave. They get deposited on the island. And then uh, it kind of turns into sort of an old school 1980s Lucio Fulci zombie movie. So you just have total mayhem on, on shore. And it's up to Ian group uh group of uh sort of people to figure out how how they're going to do it how they're going to stop this thing uh it's, a, it's actually it. a really 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 gory movie which i'm i'm surprised they let us get away with on the network uh we we actually uh we shot so much gore and we decided to deliver to the network something for approval that was you know more than we wanted in the movie mm-hmm. and then standards and practices came back and they go oh this is fine I'm like really well <laughs> we we have a we have we have a zombie biting into the back of someone's skull literally ripping off the skull and blood like flowing for like a minute and you're fine with it so once they approved it we just kind of paired it back to where we wanted it to be and, uh, and it was good so there was no sense there's no censoring on the thing. It was like you know, in the '80s, this would have been a uh, uh, this would have been an unrated movie, you know, and you know, no one under seventeen admitted. And and here it's like in you know, twenty twenty nineteen. Ah, fine. Times are changing. Some, some, someone's head. We had this great zombie head explosion. I mean, it's it's just gorgeous. It's this really really amazing and we got to show as much as we wanted of it so i love that have you thought about doing a sharknado game oh i like it. there's big money in games you know 
Well, they do have a slot machine, but I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll raise your uh, game and uh, I'll give you an amusement park. So <laughs> I went to Malaysia last week, uh, and uh, they uh, there's a, a a park there uh, called Sunway Lagoon. It's a it's a water park and it has some rides, and uh, they just debuted the first Sharknado attraction called Sharknado Alive. Oh, it's awesome. branded all across the park, and it's the most insane thing like I've ever seen. Like to think that six years ago we would have uh, we would have a, a theme park attraction. Uh, you know that that's like an impossibility for a film like this. And in Malaysia, and we had just in Malaysia. Yeah, that's and, pretty cool. Uh, Malaysia is just re- we, that's a spectacular yeah, place to be too. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, no, it's. It, I mean, Malaysia's like you know, it's it's all it's like suburbia. I mean, where we were at, it's no different than uh, you know something here at Universal or, yep. or Disneyland. And it was, uh, it's just weird seeing all the branding, and then they have to play our theme song in the park, and it, it, it's like all these kids you know, are going to grow up. They they have like a three year deal with this thing. It's going to be uh, pretty cool. The kids are going to be growing up with uh, Sharknado there. So if they, if they weren't familiar with it now, they, they certainly will be and by the time they're done. Now, Anthony, I want to I want to hand something off to you because you could use this for to sell your neck like Zombie to the second title wave. OK, you could use it for that movie. Um, <laughs> I was in a theater when I was a little boy in North Minneapolis in the inner city, a very inner city audience watching a zombie movie, the mummy, like not a zombie, but a mummy movie. OK. Mm-hmm. And the mummy catches this guy and starts dismembering the guy. And a young, dazzling urbanite in the theater yells out, How you can't outrun a mummy? So you could use that as your cell line. How you can't outrun a zombie? That'll be your cell line. What do you think? I, I think I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you're gonna pass but, but, it. But they, but they can't. But but they can't. They can't. They can't outrun zombies on this one. Sometimes. Sometimes they have to fight them. So I understand toe to toe. Depends on how uh, how smart you are and how how uh, flexible you are as a as a runner. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Uh, Anthony, thank you so much for your time. Always a great uh, thrill talking to you. Looking forward to this Saturday, August 17th, the Off the Deep End Weekend Zombie Tidal Wave starring Ian Ziering, Anthony C. Ferrante. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. You guys have a great weekend. You too, sir. I'm going to kick off the weekend on Wednesday. That'd be good. I don't think people realize how hard it is to make a movie. Oh, God, it's going to be hard and, and, and after you're shooting it, there's another six months of editing. Oh, that, yeah, the that editing you, is... You want to kill yourself editing. It's literally yeah. the, the longest video thing in the world. The longest video I've ever edited was 10 minutes, and it was it took... You, oh, you want to kill yourself. It takes hours. Yeah, it's brutal. You want to kill yourself. No, you really do. It's really, really, it's really hard, Tom. It's, it's helpful so when they have those, like, room-sized, like, you know, those machines where you can scrub frame oh, by yeah, frame with the giant wheels yeah. and everything. Pro, pro editing, bay. Oh, but yeah. if you're just doing it on the computer, and it's... Even pro editing bays. I've been in some pretty big editing rooms that you know that have ten screens. It still takes them forever. Yep. You, if you're editing a two-hour movie, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go in. You have to go through frame by frame and yeah, make people sure. People don't understand that it's second by second. Yeah. If you like, if you if it's oh. a period piece, one oh. second is twenty-four frames. So oh, you God. look. At, Every second of the movie, you go one frame, okay, make sure nothing's bad there. Go to the next frame, make sure. It's like, you know, if someone looks at the camera or something, you got to get so rid of that. Because if you have 20 takes of the same scene. Yep. Oh, yeah, you have, you have to, to go through every you have to single go through take. every split second. Yep. 
and and merge them really? together. It's really hard, Tom. It's mind boggling. It's so yeah. hard. I would mm-hmm. not care for that. Not at all. Yeah, this is too bad. She took her dog for a stroll, then an unwelcome encounter. Mm. Alligator? Sun City Retirement Community. Alligator. Alligator. Ah, this alligator looks like it's about 12 feet long, for God's sake. Got the dog. A 68-year-old North uh, South Carolina woman was walking her dog close to home near Hilton Head Island around 10 p.m. on Monday. When things went awry, she was attacked by an alligator. The woman lives in the Sun City Retirement Community, which features several ponds near the woman's house. She says she was walking her dog between her yard and her neighbor's yard. Her dog ran away and wasn't hurt, but the woman was bitten on the wrist, so oh. it didn't get the dog. It got oh. her. Hmm. I saw a dog eaten ate by an alligator. Oh, eaten did you really? Yep. Ugh, God, that yep. would not have been. Watched what was right there. Not pretty, baby. Big, a big dog, too. A big lab. Wow. Really? Yeah. How did it get to the dog? So it was. I met this guy every Sunday. Our dogs would play at a park uh, right, right in West Palm, right off of Forest Hill, and... There was a, at the bottom of this hill, there was a canal. Well, there was a lo- bunch of lily pads fell in, the, were in the canal, so you couldn't tell where the grass started and oh. stopped. And oh, my yeah. dog hates yep. water. And this dog, my dog's name was Dogo, and the other dog's name was Dudley. And they both ran down the hill and hit the water where Dudley liked the water. It was Dogo, a lab, of course. And well, my dog was a lab, too. My dog oh. don't like water. Wow. So Dogo, as soon as he hit the water, he took off to get out of the water, and Dudley was just gone. It yeah. happened so fast. This gator came really? up and got it and Ugh. did that death roll and went down. And within, I'm talking seconds, that mm-hmm. water was dead still. And the owner was freaking. Because what do you do? Yeah. What you, what, you, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go in there and find it? Yeah. Once the alligator gets that, it's too it's late. Over. It's Unless you've got like a well. high powered rifle it with you. It happened so fast. I'm, I'm like, it was just like that was over. They said this was an eight to nine foot gator. That's a big gator, yeah. man. There's, they're getting Whoa. bigger down there in South Florida too. That's what it is. They're getting bigger. Yeah, South Why? Florida's getting because there's no nothing. Nothing to stop them. And there's so much food for them. Yeah, you know? a lot of food. A lot of. Food. I mean, there's iguanas everywhere. There's everything now. It's they'll eat anything. Yeah, they will. Anything well, alive. A gator will eat anything alive. You get south of Boca now. There's just stuff everywhere. I mean, you drive around the road. There's Heck, there's iguanas now. They're this oh, four or five foot big absolutely. hanging out everywhere. They sit up in the trees and look down at you. It's like, God. <laughs> everywhere. Like you're gonna They've actually down made it legal now to hunt them down there. The iguana oh, meat's good, yeah. Oh, huh. I didn't know that. We will take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Exactly right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Where there's a will, there's a way, or in the case of what appears to be one determined Kentucky teen, where there's a smart refrigerator, there's a way. The Guardian reports on the alleged plight of Dorothy, a self-described 15-year-old who mainly tweets about Ariana Grande. Though some newfound fame has arisen after tweets of a different nature, Dorothy tells Brian Feldman at New York Magazine that her mom recently took her cell phone away because she was distracted on YouTube while boiling rice and causing a stovetop fire. How do you start a fire by boiling rice? rice? How would you start a fire with boiling rice? Boil it so much that all the water boils off and all that's left is the rice in there. Rice can catch on fire? If you put a ton of oil in it. Yeah, that's true. Because rice rice can put a fire out, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That meant the teen was forced to resort to desperate measures to make sure her mutuals, accounts she follows on Twitter and that follow her back, didn't ditch her from lack of activity. Dorothy got creative tweeting from her Nintendo 3DS handheld device her Wii U game console, and even a cousin's iPad or iPod. Her mom reportedly kept confiscating her tweeting tools, which is when Dorothy came up with what Feldman calls Plan D, her masterpiece. She fired off a tweet from her LG smart refrigerator. (laughs) How do you do that? Well, smart refrigerator is literally just a fridge with a tablet embedded in the front. Well, that's what it is. So dumb. I don't even That's understand. Really I don't stupid. know. Why the, would you even want that? Yeah, I really don't get the point. It's well, it's for they people write their grocery list on it. Oh, they do stuff like that. There's so much easier ways to do that, though. I do not know if this is going uh, going to tweet. I am talking to my refrigerator. What the heck? She posted Thursday. The Guardian notes her uh, her saga went viral, even getting Twitter itself to join in on the hashtag Free Dorothy. Uh, as of Tuesday, it doesn't look like Dorothy's notoriety. Uh, she's not notorious. She's famous. If you're going to be a writer, learn what notorious is. God, I hate that so much. I don't even get this whole thing. I don't either. Thing. <laughs> I'm trying to get my things back fast so I can thank you properly, she tweeted to supporters. Feldman uh, still isn't sure this isn't anything other than an elaborate gag. But he concedes it's a really good bit. He also says the Twitter tags with Dorothy's tweets verify she did send them from the various devices, including the refrigerator. So why is he saying this This might be a hoax? Because it could be LG saying, look what our smart fridge can do. Oh, that way. That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. A corporation scamming people? Never heard of that before. Really? Or just someone who really wants attention and is yeah, pretending to be a victim, which That's... also is extremely common. Yeah, I guess. What do you guys think of this whole thing in in Hong Kong? Do you think they're all going to get killed? That's a mess over there, I'll tell you. 
I mean, what I love is when China took over Hong Kong, they said, oh, it's going to be totally hands-off. We're not going to mess with them because it was a British territory. It's, Hong Kong was British. It's a scary situation. I think they might wipe out all of Hong Kong if these people don't be careful. People don't understand to go to China what, what happens. <laughs> what they need to understand is that China, if they feel like it, are going to bump off 100 million people and not even give a rat. Americans ass. are so ignorant the way other countries are. Oh, I know. We they have are. no clue. Like we, we complain about little tiny things. Yep. Like they're killing thousands of people a day in some countries. You go to Sudan, they kill thousands of people every day. Yeah. No one cares. No here. one cares. But see, what I love is, I just, I just love the fact that we're the bad guys. No yeah. matter what it is in the world, it's white men in America are the worst human beings on earth. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad until it's a couple bad, months ago. Man. I was in Germany, and I was watching German news, and they actually talk about all these people being killed in the Sudan, where our news does not talk no, about it. No, they don't talk about it at all, because it's not white men it was actually them. It was actually French news. It was French news I was watching in Germany, but they were... Shot a live broadcast like a guy in the Sudan filming. I would still if I've asked politicians to come on the show and they won't do it. They will not come on because I want to ask them something. If white men are so horrible, and it's only white people that say that, I don't hear any black people saying white men are horrible. Other than you know, like Roxanne Small, Waters or whatever her name is. Extremists. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, the extremists. That's about it. But here's what I understand: if if you really hate the history of white men and you don't think white men are, are worth even dealing with, then stop using all the things white men invented. <laughs> right? Don't use the electric light. Don't use your computer. Don't use your television. Don't drive your car. Uh, you can't just accept every, everything that's been achieved by a certain group and then just throw the group aside and say, we don't like you anymore. Well, you can't, put it, you can't lump any group together. No, I mean, that's like of saying, course no, not. It's just... Of course. Well, that's what I love. That's the other thing they do is, oh, all people of color. And these are white people saying this. I don't hear people of color saying it, but it's white people. Oh, yeah, they're they're just all great. No, they're human. <laughs> some of them are great. Some of them are total assholes. That's yeah. just the way the world works. Humans are humans. Humans are humans, but they'll never understand that. They'll never understand that. But I, um, I don't know. There is there is certain ways like I, I you have to travel around the world to see the different ways that people are. Yeah. The, the pe- different people, you know, where you go regionally are different. They act different yeah. regionally. Oh, even, there's no oh absolutely. Even they in do. this country, yep. it's yep. regional. Oh yeah. You're absolutely right. One, one of my favorite uh tags, uh, graffiti tags over in Germany was my favorite season is the fall of the patriarchy. <laughs> really so that's your deal i don't know what to do i just let's get back to where everybody just wants to be left alone i'd like to be with my family and my house and enjoy uh, going out to dinner whatever it is but look and it's not it's on both sides now too you got these people being jerks to tucker carlson now you got some guy being a jerk to chris cuomo chris stood up for himself though well, yeah, which is fine, and, yeah. and, but, but here's the deal. He's with his wife and his nine-year-old daughter. Leave him alone. He's with his family. What are you doing? He did curse more than the other guy did. Oh, he, he did start cursing, man. <laughs> he dropped an F-bomb But he cursed right. more than the, than the guy who, who, <laughs> did. who approached him. It did. It was very, very funny. He called him Fredo. And he, it, the one mistake that, he, that Chris Cuomo did make when he said calling an Italian Fredo is like calling a black person the big N. No, it's, it's not, not. It's not. It's not even close. No. I've close. never heard anybody object there's to being no, called there's, Fredo. Listen, there's nothing that you could call me like WAP or Dago or Fredo Guinea Goomba, WAP, that would, that would offend me. 
No. None of them. Of course not. Absolutely none of them would offend me. Well, words are only offensive if you let them be offensive. That's exactly right. 100% true. And what I would do, to tell you the truth, if I if I were Italian, more than a, but a tick that, that I am, um, if I were Italian, somebody came up to me uh, in, in a restaurant and said, hey, how you doing, Fredo? I'd go, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> I'd just do that. I'd make a joke out of it. Uh, Who cares? Yeah, I, I, these news anchors have gotten to be such a pain in the ass. It's unbelievable. You know, they, ha- they, they have a platform and... You know, they yeah. get to voice their You're opinions. You're going to hear it, baby. And that's that's another thing in other countries they don't do. The, uh, newscasters don't give their personal opinions. No, that would be really nice. That would yeah, be great. But they don't do it anywhere else. You go to any no, other country. That's because our know. Supreme Court has said that they can. Yep. Other countries haven't said that you can lie all you want as long as you're a journalist. I watch that Japanese news. It's on every every country has it, mm-hmm. NKG, and it's just a Japanese yeah, NKG, girl right. speaking yep. in English and just giving you facts. Mm-hmm. Zero opinion. I love it. Zero bias, zero anything. Just facts a fact. Would be good. What did you hear, because we were talking about this yesterday briefly, that they're claiming now that lightning struck within 300 miles of the North Pole, and it's, oh, God, it's extremely rare. It is rare. It's not extremely rare. Eight million lightning bolts a day on the planet Earth, but here's the part you're going to love. They said, we're in big trouble because the oceans are receding up near the North Pole uh, by 0.5 millimeter. (laughs) Now, you tell me how you can, uh, something that's rolling constantly anyway, how are you going to tell it dropped 0.01% of an inch? How old's the Earth now? Oh, God, how many billion, six billion years, something like that? Um, Is that about right? Six it's billion happened years? like a thousand times I know. in the, well, in yeah, the Earth's the history. Thing. Calm down. It literally has. It's oh, it has, absolutely. I mean, one time the whole Earth was covered in water. One time yeah, the whole Earth was yeah. frozen. One 4. time 4.5 billion. You it's only 4.5 billion? I thought it was You billion. can't stop it. No, you cannot. It's the, wor- it's the Earth. I'll tell you this also. If all these people were all like, oh, my God, we've only got 12 years to go, which is all BS. It's completely ridiculous. But if it ever did get to the to the breaking point, Mother Nature would just kill us all and start all people over. People have no clue how strong they, Mother Nature they is. They really man. don't. They really don't know. Mother Nature will fight back when she needs to. Yeah. Okay? Settle down. She'll destroy us. Yeah. Before we'll destroy her. That's exactly right. And people need to understand that. And I know there's tons of money to be made by saying that, but... And, you know, all these rules they're putting in place in, like, Minneapolis, no plastic straws. Oh, yeah, right. It's ridiculous. But yet you go to China, and they're just dumping tonnage. India, Tonnage, just dumping down holes. 90% of the plastic in the ocean comes from Africa, India, and China. But they're dumping chemicals, waste down holes they drilled. Oh, yeah, Mile-long holes. They just dump it in the earth. Yeah, they do. We'll take a break. Be right back. Another special guest coming up next with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? 
Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the new to most weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. do 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 Yeah, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we haven't heard, heard from our guest yet. No. No, that's probably not going to happen. MIA. Yes. That's fine. It happens. You know, tell you the truth, Anthony C. Ferrante was supposed to be on the show on Monday and couldn't make it, so yeah, happen. they just rescheduled. People it's not a big deal. Busy. Not a big deal, so I don't think uh, you can, whatever, but um, I don't know. It, it's, oh, God. Bam Margera or Margera. Is it Margera or Margera? I don't know who that is. Bam Margera, he's one of, wasn't he one of the... Um, Oh, God, what were they called again? Oh, yeah, he was on Jackass. Jackass, there you go. He's a, one of the Jackass guys. He's looking rough, man. According to TMZ, police were called. Oh, here, I'll show you right here. There you go. I actually right here. know him. There you go. It's, you know. oh, he, doesn't look, he doesn't look that rough. He looks the same as he does if you know him. According to TMZ, police were called to the Lux Hotel after Bam allegedly harassed hotel patrons and refused to leave. TMZ obtained video of the bizarre incident. Which shows a one-time reality TV. St- I have to sneeze. Bless <coughs> you. Sorry, I have an allergy to ragweed, and it's kicking my ass right now. Uh, in any case, sorry about that. Uh, it shows a one-time reality TV star sitting on the ground of the hotel while a police uh, uh, officer pleads with him to get up. I know you want to beat me up so bad, he says, presumably to the officer during a video of the incident which was obtained by TMZ. The details surrounding the arrest are bizarre, as Bam claimed a woman paid him $100,000 to catch her husband cheating. Uh, he stuck to that story, as the officer told him she had uh, more officers en route to defuse the scene. You're a grown adult at this point. It's time to start acting like one. The officer can be heard telling Bam. Is it Margera or Margera? I think it's Mar... Oh, it's Margera. It is Margera. Yes. Okay. Margerin. Uh, adding that she knows who he is and knows he's fresh out of rehab. This is embarrassing, not for me, but for you, she says. Uh, Bam was eventually arrested for trespassing and is reportedly being held on $1,000 bail. Being held? Well, he's, look at this picture. He's trying way too hard, man. Look at this as I scroll. He's trying way too hard. Like Steven Tyler in 1988. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looks like he's dressed up as like Steven Tyler or Bozo the Clown, one of the two. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, he lost his best friend, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's why he's yeah. so depressed. His best friend died. Well, he was always a drug addict. I mean, that ain't nothing. Oh, was he a big-dime drug guy? Of course. Everybody, I mean, 
Not everybody well, is. Th- that whole cro- that whole group was pretty. Yeah, I suppose it pretty is. Druggy. Steve O's a good guy. Yeah, Steve O's a druggy too. One of my favorites is when we had an episode of Steve O with Mike Lindell. That was one of the great episodes of all time. I'll tell you that. Those two guys, and I like it now. You know, Mike Lindell. Uh, honest to God. Oh. Okay, we'll just do 12 minutes with him then. That's fine. He's calling in. Uh, I like it. That works for me. He's ready. What's that? Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. I like Steve-O, too. Steve-O's a really good guy. Ryan Chaffee, ladies and gentlemen, the show Best Ever Trivia Show, hosted by Sherry Shepard, of course, who's on The View, weekdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That would be, of course, 3 p.m. Central on the Game Show Network. Ryan, the Game Show Network is just blowing up, isn't it? I mean, it's doing really well. We got a lot of, first of all, uh, hello, broadcasting legend Tom Bernard. It's an honor to speak with you. How do you know who I am, Eva? I'm a a Minnesota native. I grew up in Andover. I went to Blaine High School. Well, that's very nice of you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very nice. the Game Show Network is indeed blowing up. Lots of uh, lots of fun, fast-paced game shows. And uh, best ever, the boldly titled Best Ever Trivia Show is the one that I'm on. Um, it's uh, three contestants competing alongside three trivia experts, including the uh, uh, the man himself, Ken Jennings, who I heard you uh, interviewed him on the KC oh, Morning Show. Oh, he's such a great guy. Really good guy. He is Yeah, he is amazing, and he is just as nice and smart and everything as he seems. And... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an honor to be part of this show on GSN, and uh, yeah. it's a fun show. No, honestly, I remember uh, God. Who was the first one uh, that I know that went that went to work for the Game Show Network? And it was kind of in its not I don't know about its infancy, but it was not really well known yet. God, who the hell was that? Yeah, it was a lot of yeah reruns and yeah. I think it's, I think it blew up because there's no negativity. Oh, Ben Glebe, that's who it yeah. was. Oh yeah, it was Ben Glebe. He got was his that? own show on there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh right. The, yeah, the idiot test. Idiot test. Idiot yeah. test. <laughs> Ben's a great guy. Ben is a really, really good guy. But one thing about Ben Glebe that yeah, I yeah. love, he cannot wait to tell you about all the beautiful women he hangs out with. I just love that about wow. Ben Glebe. It's hilarious. But he's a handsome devil. Yeah, so what the I, heck? But I think. Well, it did, yeah, no, it, I mean I have that problem too. I oh, I understand, Ryan. Absolutely. I, I think understand. it did blow up. There's no yeah. negativity. Yeah, it's yeah, a that's positive. True. It's yeah, all positive. That's true. There's no negative stuff on the on the mm. game show network. That's a very good point. That is true. Yeah, that at every stage of working on the show, it was always how can we like how can we have fun with it? How can the contestants play along with the experts and uh, yeah, just keep it fun and uh, and at the end of the day, focused on trivia, which is uh, my favorite thing in the world. So uh, yeah, I've basically been living my dream here, getting to answer trivia questions on TV. God, I, a, uh, I suck at trivia. <laughs> So you get to Ryan. You get to do you answer the trivia questions on the show. It's there's three contestants and three experts, and you're the one of the three experts. Rounds, the, I'm one of the experts. Ken Jennings, one of the experts, and then six other experts rotating on each show. And That's then phenomenal. we're playing sort of alongside. We're playing alongside the contestants in the first three rounds, but then at the end, it's the contestant who gets the highest score against the expert who got the most right, playing head to head. So can we? Uh, can we give you some trivia yep. questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can, I also, I also, I mean, my favorite thing in the world is answering trivia questions. I also brought some trivia questions too. So if you want to go, how, how, how many, many Coca Cola cans of, or bottles of Coca Cola are sold a day? 
God. Oh my God. Oh boy. It's oh. a uh, it's a big number. It's a big number. I know. Uh, I know. One the thing on the on best ever trivia show, we have three multiple choice uh, possibilities. Uh, so okay, I'll give you multiple choices. That, that would help. Okay, I'll give you multiple choices. Okay. Three billion, one billion, or one point nine billion. Million or billion? Billion. Uh, oh man. Well, I'm going to go with the one point nine. Yeah, it's very specific. too. That's yep. what it is. <laughs> when you're that specific, <laughs> Ryan's going to know you're being specific, and well, you're done. I, 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 suck at, I suck at trivia, but they sell one point <laughs> nine billion bottles of Coca-Cola a day, every bad, day. Man. It's a lot. It's a it's, it's insane. A lot. Uh, it's a lot. So Ryan, when did you discover How about this question? Oh, good. I, I'm ready. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, we're, I'm ready for oh, it. Oh no, Here yeah, okay. So, I, I prepared a list because one good thing about trivia is if you're sort of unsure how to carry on socially in a situation, you can just revert into asking people trivia questions, and that always works. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. I yeah. Uh, what was Buzz Aldrin's mother's maiden name? Jesus, Palomino, <laughs> Ryan. Is it Chafee? Your choices are, it's Chafee, yeah. Your choices are A, sun, B, moon, or C, star. Huh. I would bet moon. I'd go with moon, too. I'm going to go with star. Her name was Marianne Moon. Ah, yeah, good. baby. Oh, look at that. Well done. Okay, Ryan, the reason I, I knew that, because I knew a woman growing up, or a girl, she wasn't a woman yet, growing up, her last name was Moon. She was stunningly beautiful. And I called her up once when I was 16 to ask her out for a date, and she said, and I quote, uh, I'm not really your type. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go with Moon on that one. Yeah, no, personal personal attachment. I just think. Um, sorry, <laughs> you were saying before I interrupted with the trivia. No, I don't remember. I just, I, I enjoy this. I tell you what, I love game shows anyway. You know, I just talked to Joel McHale yeah, last week. Fan. Love trivia, absolutely. You know, just talked to Joel McHale, just talked to Ken Jennings. I, you know, I, I watch it. What I like about it, Ryan, is what you're doing today. I, when I can learn something, I love that. Love it about trivia. Yeah, my job is tutor. So I spend pretty much my whole day um, teaching and, uh, and learning. And then I play bar trivia three nights a week with a group of friends. So it's kind of a, a full day thing. So where do you uh, go? 24 hours. Where do you go to the bar? Uh, I live now. I live in Santa Monica now, um, and we we play at bars in in Santa Monica, basically. Well, you can't get out because of traffic, so you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do True. something. So are you are you on Third Street yeah. playing on Third Street? Sorry, say it again. Are you playing on Third Street Promenade or? Uh yes. yes. Yeah, well, there's okay. there's prom prom yeah on the Third Street. Yeah, very good. good. I could have done some Santa Monica uh, geography questions. And yeah. Oh, I would know it. So. <laughs> um, yeah, there's Barney's Beanery on uh, the Third City Promenade that yeah. has trivia. So. That's the second yeah. Barney. That's not the original Barney's Beanery, though. I would. Uh, wow. Deep. I would like to educate people and let them know that Ryan. Uh, do you pronounce it Chaffee or Chafee? Because I've heard it both ways. Uh, Chafee. It is Chafee. Chafee. Ryan Chafee. Um, a fun fact about Ryan Chafee. I only wear pants on game shows. <laughs> That's really nice, Ryan. Really Thank nice. Thank you very much, Tom They asked us for fun facts. And, yeah. I like that fun fact. I, uh, I'm, I'm not wearing pants right now. So. God. You know what I'm I hear a lot of, much. Ryan? Um, uh, like Pete Hegseth, who works at Fox News now, he grew up in, in uh, mm-hmm. Forest Lake. 
and we had him on the, the yep. morning show. Well, you got to come on the morning show and talk about your show. I'd love to have you on the morning show, Ryan. I would love to be on. Yeah, a local guy. We got to get your book, man. You got to have a local guy on talking about best trivia, best ever trivia show. Best but, ever trivia show. Yeah. So Pete Hegseth comes in the studio one time, but uh, a couple months ago, he goes, "Tom, I got to tell you something, man." I used to listen to your show when I was a kid, but I always had to hide it from my mom and dad because they didn't want me to listen to you ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard somebody yesterday say, I'm surprised somebody hasn't tried to shoot Tom Bedard yet. Who said that? Just, a, just a, they, they didn't know me. It's what? Like, yeah, it's just somebody talking about. Where were they talking? That's a... I'm trying to think where I was, and they said that. It's a little harsh. Yeah, I just caught it. Like, you might want to contact some people about that. Is it at a bar? Nope. Wasn't at a bar. Where the hell was it? Because I like to go over there and shoot them first. They weren't. They weren't <laughs> saying it. They, the person who said it wasn't against you. It was saying. It was saying the crazy people. Oh, the crazy. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Well, you know that is a that is a. I have had a gun put to my head twice already. Really? It's just, oh yeah, it's a real thrill. You ever had that done to you, Ryan? It's a lot. It's a real ball. I have. I have had no one point a gun at my head. Good. Good. Well, how old are you, by the way? Yeah. I'm 42 years old, uh, God, Blaine High School class of 95. Man, you sound like you're about 25 years old. You're, you're staying young out there in Santa Monica, man. It's The, the weather's okay here, so, um, but thank you very much. The weather is okay. But, but I tell you, Ryan, I, I and I'm very serious about this. I don't, uh, you know, everything on the Game Show Network I love. I watch, uh, we watch Wheel of Fortune, we watch Jeopardy, we'll watch all these different shows. And the reason I love them so much is if I'm wrong, hey, I just learned something. I love that. Even when you're yeah. wrong, you win. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. I like, I like TV that's not actively. pointless. I just, yeah. I mean, and that's also just feeling like you have some sort of command over the chaos of reality by knowing some true facts in the world and being able to recall them. It keeps your brain exercised and it keeps you engaged with the world. You know, here's what I love. You really got to worry about if they're going to pick up this best trivia, best ever trivia show. It's only had sixty-five episodes already greenlighted, so that's not bad, Ryan. It's a lot. Yeah, we're doing okay. We're, we're <laughs> you get greenlighted for sixty-five episodes. You are. That's man. a lot. I just People like it. Well, it's also when we were taping them, I was aware that I was actively living my dream. Like my entire life has been building up to professionally answering trivia questions on game shows, and I've been on. I, you know, I was on Jeopardy. I was on. Wants to be a millionaire and a couple of others, but oh, yeah. to be a trivia expert on a game show is where, uh, where do you really shoot the that? culmination. Of, where do you shoot that show at? Uh, we sh- we shot it up in Silmar, up in the in the San Fernando Valley. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty compressed shooting schedule, but yeah, sixty five episodes and uh, knock on wood, hopefully some more. I got to tell I got to tell the people about the game show. In best ever trivia show, three contestants face off against three trivia experts. The winning player then goes head to head with the final round. In the final round, against the expert who performed the best over the course of the show, the ultimate trivia challenge. If the player gets more correct answers than the expert, the player wins ten thousand dollars, along with the opportunity to come back and win up to a grand total of thirty thousand dollars and take his or her spot in trivia history. See, I, I I love this stuff absolutely. Ryan uh, Jaffe with us, an extremely experienced game show trivia expert. And by the way, it does say that you are an extremely experienced game show trivia expert, Ryan. So that's good. Well, it's been on Jeopardy. Well, I was I was a four time Jeopardy champion. I was in the Jeopardy tournament of champions. Wonderful. Uh, two thousand nine and two thousand ten, and then uh, I was on a show called Who's Still Standing, where if you got a question wrong, sure. you fall through a trap trap door in the yep, floor. Yep. 
Uh, so I've, I've, I've been around the trivia. So I'm literally the opposite of you. <laughs> well, I'm the opposite of you. I, yeah. I, I know a lot of stuff, I but I just it. suck at trivia. When you get put on the spot, I can't answer. Where you, it's kind I, of the thing, though, that you can you can get better at it, and you can practice it, and it's gratifying to get better at trivia because now you know more stuff than you knew before, and you can see the improvements. So, um, you know, as a deep lover of trivia, uh, it's 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 worth the invested time to try to improve. I got to ask you something because you're you're an expert on Hunter S. Thompson. Yes, that's he's uh, my favorite writer, and I was actually on an internet game show as a Hunter S. Thompson expert. So. We'll see there. Well, there see there you go. But Hunter S. Thompson, when he he wasn't dead yet, but he had this beautiful blonde woman living with him. She was just a goofball. Yeah, I, what what was her name again? Anita. Anita. It might have been. She's very pretty blonde woman, but she had a lot of energy. Ryan, I will tell you that. <laughs> Well, he he enjoyed the company of women. Certainly. Yeah, he certainly did. He certainly did. Uh, yeah, I I love Hunter S. Thompson. I mean, I, when I read uh, what the hell is the name of the Hell's Angels? Was it just called Hell's Angels? I think wasn't it the book? Yeah, Hell's yeah, Angels was Hell's the Angels. first book. Yeah, we yeah. spent time with the Hell's Angels in California. And then they tried to kill him or something. <laughs> Didn't they try? They to tried bump? to kill him. There's there's <laughs> well, there's great. They tried to kill him. They tried to stomp him, as he said. And there's great footage of him on a talk show. With uh, Sonny Barger from the Hell's Angels oh my God. visiting the set of the talk show on his motorcycle, uh, and uh, yeah, Hunter Thompson is uh, is, a, is a wonderful personality. Yeah, he he really was a goofball. Took himself deep, unfortunately. I'm not uh, mm-hmm. well, you know. Better on his terms than someone else's. That's yeah, I suppose that's true. I, I suppose that's absolutely true. Ryan, you've been a terrific guest, and I, I, and I how, how do, uh, how does because Lastman would be the one that booked you on the show. How, how does he get a hold of you? Because I'd love to have you on the morning show. Oh yeah, uh, Game Show Network, um, which is the is the way my okay I my okay. number. But I would, I mean, it really is an honor to talk to Tom Bernard, and I did grow up with you and. Uh, it's uh, yeah. This is this is a special thing for me. So thank you for taking the time. Ryan, I'll tell you something, man. I, I have a job because of people like you, and I'll never forget it. It's all true. <laughs> well, I don't have to keep really keep doing work. the job, please. I got. Uh, it looks like I'm going to sign another seven year contract in the next couple of weeks. So Ryan, if congratulations. Keep tuning in, brother. <laughs> I was I was reading I was I was reading your Wikipedia page just in case there was any deep Tom Bernard trivia that came up, and yeah, just like the you work with Mark Rosen, like in the. This, yeah. is, this is when I was too young to listen, but just yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, uh, you've been doing a you've been doing a great job for a long time. Well, you're a good man, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm gonna get you booked on the, on the morning show. I love it. The Game Show Network, best ever trivia show, hosted by Sherry Shepard, weekdays at 3 p.m. Central, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Ryan, thanks so much. We'll talk to you very soon, sir. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. Bye. What a good guy. Right. Yeah. A nice middle It's a format of shows. They shot them all in one, sh- yeah, one 65 shooting. 65 episodes, baby. In one shooting. I think that's terrific. I yeah, think that's, that's a lot of work, though. You know how weird that is, though, to, to hear. Yeah, I was just talking to Ken Jennings about He was just on your show and we were talking about it. I'm like, that, that part of it is still unreal to me. They're in Santa Monica shooting a TV show, and they're talking about being on my show. It's Yeah, but odd. you have a, you have a, a, a big... Audience, though, you, yeah, your reach is pretty far. But they're really not. And I do. I love trivia. If you look at the circle of yeah. this market, yeah, it's a huge market. It is a huge market. It, it is absolutely. It's a big. It's one of the biggest markets in the country. 
Yeah, it is one of them. People don't know that. Though. It is. Yeah, they don't realize that. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to, around. Right. No, that's exactly right. It's just an island. I mean, you Speaking get of half islands. of Wisconsin, half of North Dakota. Yeah, exactly. you know, no, that's right. Even a little part of Canada. All right, pallies, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Of course, car selling secrets tomorrow. You got uh, I'm Doug Sprint. I got, I, Doug, I got to show Doug my new car. Yeah, you do, man. That car is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a, I got, beautiful. I got a nice car. Indeed. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Yeah.